Good morning, everyone. Thank you for meeting with me here today. Uh, if you have been writing me and I haven't responded, I apologize. My son's been in the hospital a couple weeks and everything is um, by the way at this point. So I'm just starting now to catch up. Very grateful for this time to be meeting with you here again. And uh, we have, I think we are now four meditations into the new year. And so uh, we have covered a few of the important anchors, the mindful body, which I now invite you to uh, sit in. So I'm sitting in a chair at my kitchen table, actually. I didn't have time to set up in the other studio. Um, and I've got my feet planted on the floor and I'm just noticing the feeling of my sits bones in the chair, inhaling into my pretty straight but comfortable back. My hands are on my lap, palm down and palm up. And sometimes my hands will come up to talk and that is all okay. And wherever you are, inviting you to feel awareness of the body, bringing our attention and focus right inward down to the minutia of our sensations. And we're going to allow these sensations to occupy a lot of our brain space that is usually uh, filled with the scattered thoughts of the day, processing what's happened, um, vegetating, worrying about the future. We are now taking all of that capacity and energy and focusing it, concentrating it on the tiny minutiae of our posture, building focus, building concentration, building attention. And as we do that, noticing that we are settling within ourselves, feeling connected to this body very intimately, noticing all the little things we usually take for granted, my feet and my slippers. Big breath and out as the thoughts begin to slow down. As we accept that this is our current very important job, noticing me. Noticing all the little things about me. Let's add a dash of gratitude and wonder to that soup. Let's imagine you're a, a precious loved one, a baby, a child, a dog or a kitty or something. And just noticing how beautiful the skin is, how beautiful the little body is, how wonderful it is to share life with other organisms. And treating ourselves with this abundant affection, noticing our own bodies. Without judgment, we let go of shame, of should. And let's take several deep breaths with this thought of wonder and awe and gratitude. 
for the beauty of creation, for the joy it can bring us. Giving thanks for my feet, my legs and hands, my torso and organs and all that squishy stuff in there that helps me do all this business. Thank you for working. Directing our awareness up to the heart. Thank you, heart, for carrying me through this life. Thank you for being as open as I can to give and receive love and forgiveness to myself, my family, my community of colleagues and friends, and strangers through the world. Help me stay open, loving, flowing, giving, receiving, feeling both pain and love and letting go. Thank you. Sending our awareness up to the throat. Giving thanks for our ability to share. Asking for the wisdom and discretion to speak words, to share the thoughts that are highest and best for ourselves and others. To sit with our throats for a moment. Recognizing the power of our words, the importance of right thought and right speech. It's taking a few breaths here, making a commitment to ourselves. To think before we speak, to commit to using our words to bring about the highest and best for ourselves and others. Not all of our thoughts have to come out our mouths. We have the ability, the skill to choose, and we develop that um, mindful gap in practice. The pause between response and reaction. The skill to choose a skillful, helpful response. And accepting that it is our duty to ourselves and others to do that. Either we can be toddlers for the rest of our lives, or we can choose the highest and best. Giving thanks for the throat, opening the throat, loving the throat and asking for highest and best to emerge from all of our words before we send our awareness up through the head. Busy place, the head. Let's spend a little time there. The hundreds of thoughts 
that enter to hijack our practice. Meditators who are new sometimes get stuck thinking, I can't empty my head, this isn't for me. But actually our job is not to empty the head. That is a condition that may arise with time, but even experienced practitioners, and if you've read um, you know, any of the masters, they will speak at length about this, Thich Nhat Hanh. This is a lifelong process. We don't empty the head and we're there. We are allowing the thoughts to arrive and pass on without consuming our bodies and minds in reaction. We are creating some space between the thinking and the manifestation of those thoughts as reactions in the body. And man, it's hard. That's why I do this, because I really struggle with that. I'm a very reactive person, and teaching and sharing, it makes me be accountable in a way that I could not if I was just practicing privately. So if you're struggling with um, the thoughts that hijack our peace of mind, welcome to the club. You are not alone, and we're doing this together. And isn't it wonderful to have community? I can't tell you how grateful I am for the supportive community that has been present with me uh, while I'm handling my son's illness. Just sitting with our thoughts and the breath, noticing the thoughts that come and go. And if you're able to pay attention long enough, you will start noticing the patterns of thinking. And this is very fruitful uh, for analysis and um, a behavior modification after our practice. This is fruit for journaling and for thinking What are the patterns of thought I tend to fall in? And the benefit of a longer practice, we just do a short 15 minutes here, but you know, if you spend a couple hours in practice or even half an hour, or you know, Vispasana many days, you will notice the patterns of thoughts. It's 90,000 of the same three thoughts in slightly different flavors. And um they usually pertain to obsession with the past, worry about the future, or self-attack. So what a tiny little spectrum of unhelpful thoughts tends to consume our minds. Do we want this for ourselves? We can choose higher and better, and it is lifelong work. It is every day, every minute work. as the thoughts arise and pass. Coming back to the breath with a mantra, as we inhale, 
we connect with this strong, perfect, imperfect body that carries us through this life, this bag of flesh and bones, just such a thing of wonder, every one of us so different. And as we inhale, we inhale the strength that we can carry deep inside ourselves, that we are nourishing and growing in our practice. So pat yourself on the back. If you're doing this work, you are, you are strengthening your discipline, your focus, your compassion, your awareness. And as we exhale, we choose to let go of what doesn't serve. And that would be unhelpful thoughts of shame, failure, unworthiness, can't do this, you name it. Whatever your flavor is, lay it down with the exhalation. Build the discipline of laying it down with the exhalation. It is not going to be natural. We want to hang on to those nasty thoughts just to keep proving to ourselves like a lawyer that we're unworthy of love, we're unworthy of unconditional acceptance. So lay it down because we can choose to believe a lie or we can choose to believe the truth that we are all loved, we are safe, we are equal, and we can choose highest and best for ourselves and community. reminding ourselves with the breath, I can choose strength for myself. And reminding myself with the exhalation, I can choose to let go of the untrue thoughts that sabotage my journey towards giving highest and best. Letting go of the thoughts that sabotage our attempts to love and accept ourselves and others. And giving thanks for this practice. take a few more deep breaths together in silence, if I can be silent <laughs> for a minute. Cycling through the body, its strength, its resilience. Compassion for this perfect, imperfect body. Turning to the anchor of breath. I am strong and I can choose highest and best for myself. Well, it's time to wrap up our short practice. You guys know what to do over the week. Let's lay an intention 
to carry this journey over the course of the week, reminding ourselves this is hard exercise. We are training our mind and body's ability to focus, to have equanimity with our current circumstances, and to be compassionate towards ourselves and others. Where does this apply? Is it just when you're alone? No, this we must carry to all of our circles, personal, intimate with ourselves, intimate with our families, friends, professional, and strangers. This work belongs everywhere. So carry it with you everywhere while you're driving, waiting for an elevator, walking. And when you catch yourself slipping into self-sabotaging thoughts, course correct, over and over and over. That's what I do. Thank you for meeting with me here today. Looking forward to sharing with you again next week. Take care.